Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh. oh. Hi, this is Coach, and if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper, and I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no! I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel-and-stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. Okay, we'll do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. Three weeks in a row with a show. You know what that means. Oh, yes, Sports Wednesday's got our groove back, just like Stella. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. (laughs) It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. With Stella. (laughs) Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Wow, Maestro's opening sublime as always, but Coach, Coach, I feel like I, I said it's not Tuesday, and you're like, what's my line? I forgot my no, line. No, you threw me off with the Stella. It's got her groove back. You completely, <laughs> I did not expect that. I wanted to say something to it, so I had to pause on that one because I decided I was going to audible, but I had no audible, so you froze okay. me on that one. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everyone. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means big stories usually right, details frequently wrong, and if you're cool with that, we'll have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. I'm driving the trains tonight. Hey, how co-hosts. you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, uh, and that is one of my two co- co-hosts. I'm going to introduce him first tonight. He's oh, our musical gosh. director. Yeah. He's the guy who brings the the live music to to this show that sets it apart from all other Wednesday-themed sports podcasts, and that's a true fact. You can look it up. (laughs) And here's one more interesting fact about him. If he walks his dog past your house, it's so he could silently judge your lawn. It's the maestro, (laughs) Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? So true. You know, I got something to say to that. I get ripped on because I got a good-looking lawn. But here's the thing. I don't... (laughs) I don't judge anybody else's lawn. I never have. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I keep a nice lawn just for me. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, so, so bad. Right. I don't so judge. I, <laughs> I don't judge. Now, now I will say, Coach's lawn is shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he need, he's there's room for improvement. I categorically deny BMOC's accusations that I'm judging lawns. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, and uh, this other guy. This other guy. And this is true, too. Since he announced his retirement from coaching baseball on this show, he's coached it in an additional 45 games. <laughs> that is Very true. true. Basketball legend Matt Longley, how are you, coach? I'm doing, I'm doing good. Doing good. Feeling, feeling good. How, how's that lawn? <laughs> it's effing awesome. 
Do you feel like every time you try and get out of coaching baseball, it just pulls you back in? Yeah, it's very Godfather 3. Like, every time I think I'm out, it pulls me right back in. I Hey, we're looking for a, a mediocre coach that'll get us about 500. <laughs> He'll do it. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> oh, my God. That's me. It might be... That might be a little more Ace Ventura Peck Detective 2 yeah. than Godfather 3, but... Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's uh, let's do a show tonight. What do you guys think? I got some housekeeping to take care of, then we'll get right into it. First of all, you can follow the show on social medias, on Facebook at Sports Wednesday, on Instagram at Sports Wednesday, and on the TikTok at Sports Wednesday. Guys, guess you know what happened on TikTok? Tell me. So, you know, last week on the show, I had, I had posted uh, some highlights from the homecoming cookout and then uh, and you guys and, uh, and not just you guys some other folks thought that they they were a little uh, a little guilt laden mm-hmm, so i posted mm-hmm. a video to clarify that this week on the tiktok and uh, it's got a thousand views what <laughs> the it second one got a thousand my, views which is twice as many as the first one Jeez. and then and and it has surpassed maestro's record setting uh, owed to the Estonian women's EPE team, which is oh. still at about 700. So uh, sorry about that, Maestro. There's a new champ on TikTok at Sports Wednesday. And then uh, just hey, to throw uh, you off. Are we, do we have the credentials to that? I don't know that I'm comfortable with you owning that handle. Yeah, I, uh, I put those out in the text there. Just, uh, just, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to throw you off over on, on Twitter, we're at Sport Wednesday. No S. I did try to get the S again this week, guys. Still no dice. Damn it. There is a process we can go through, but it's very legalistic. But maybe we should do it. I think that S is very important to me. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so it's October 19th. So if you're planning on going as one of the three of us for Halloween, you need to order your Sports Wednesday merch. Go to sportswednesday.com, click on merch, and get overnight shipping. And even then, it's going to be close. But I, I'll tell you right now, going, going as um, Maestro is the hot ticket this year. That Maestro Max mask is frightening, but it's so cool. And people are like, they're getting little pretend guitars to walk around with and modellos. <laughs> That's great. All right. We're recording on a Tuesday night this week. I like to just tell people what's happening. So if they're like, these guys are way out of touch, they at least know what was going on at the time we uh, recorded. So it looks like, uh, okay, the, the Dodgers and Braves just wrapped up. We're going to talk about that in a, mi- a minute or two. The Red Sox are up on the Astros 2-1 to one in the 5th in the American League Championship Series. And looks like the Milwaukee Bucks are taking it to the Brooklyn Nets. 125 to 104. 127 to 104. Ooh, Holy cow. That game is over. Lots of defense. So there you have it. Um, but then I lost the show sheet for a second. Oh, there you go. It's back. Don't worry. Who am I? What is going on? That's right. Let's, uh, let's get into the show. And let's, let's start with Major League Baseball. How about it, Maestro? Let's have some baseball, everybody. Is this Coach's Corner? Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner. Nobody puts Coach like, in a corner. I like I like how it starts with him asking. Is this? It's like, Und Glen Glauben Goben. Hey there, fella. Well, I did, I Is didn't this have, Coach's Corner? That was a Butsky. That was a Butsky. I didn't that was have pretty a good. Your Butsky's good. It's Coach's Corner because I know he's been watching both the American and National League uh, Championship Series. Coach, I there was a long time today I thought you'd be getting on saying the Braves have this in the bag. They're going to be up 3-0. Uh, Didn't yeah. happen. 
Dodgers got up off the mat in the eighth inning, scored four runs, and uh, ended up beating the Braves tonight. But who looks hot? What's going on? Well, I mean, you, my line, my uh, my lead was that the the Braves were a team of destiny. That it just seemed like they were uh, they were absolutely. Sp- banking and smacking around the Dodgers and the Dodgers looked like they had no answer until tonight when Cody Bellinger, who was like one for his last 170 hit his first home run since September, like September 27th and tied the game. And all of a sudden the Dodgers took the lead and now they've got life. And, and yeah. I, it, it's, it's a series now. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you this, though. Cause Spoken like a true media guy. That's right. The, the Braves. LA! LA! The Braves <laughs> are the team that consistently on this show, whenever we talked about baseball, we're like, oh, yeah, and the Braves are good, but we know nothing about them. Correct. You've watched a couple games now. What What is their strength? Why are they Why are they so good? Uh, it's, it's the hitting. Like, they're getting hitting out of Jock Peterson. Freddie Freeman is... He's an MVP. He's a former MVP, and people forget about him because I feel like Atlanta baseball just doesn't. They they love their young stars, but Freddie's been there forever, and he's he's unbelievable. He had three hits tonight. Um, they've got uh, the former Red Adam Duvall, who I didn't realize had hit thirty eight home runs this year. So they've got guys on there that can hit, and they're all hitting. Like they're raking, they're raking, and, um, and they've got pitching from like. Like Charlie Morton went tonight, and he's 37 years old. Like he is a grandfather when it comes to pitching age, and he grinded out five innings. Probably should have gone into the sixth, because. Um, but 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 Atlanta's bullpen's been great. Like they were up five two, they should have won this game. But let me is, uh, uh, is is David Justice still there? Yes, and he plays with Ron Gant. It's it's sweet. Justice Gant Lemke Squid Bream. Let me uh, let me throw a couple of nickname ideas at you, and then we'll move on to the American League. Okay, Freddie Freeman, ready? Yeah, Freddie, leader of the Freeman. <laughs> okay, that's good. I like that one. I like it. All right, and Chuck Morton, the old salt. See now that one I love. That one he's old. That one he's old. Thirty-seven, old. And, and salt. And salt because it's more than salt. salt. Yeah, I oh, so good. So he's good. he's iodized. He did. He is iodized. He's iodized. He's kosher sea salt. (laughs) Salty dog. All right. This isn't the best sports show forever. But my my nickname game is strong, but that does not bode well for the rest of the show because we got a segment coming up where I feel like I'm falling a little short. Also, Coach, do you know how, uh, you know, I've known Maestro for 30 years. Yeah, I've known that. in that time, on a regular basis, I will say and or do things that disappoint him. And he goes, oh, Peter. And he shakes his head. Yes. I guarantee there's one of those in the show tonight. And I, you think I, you, you're feeling like it's the nicknames. No, no. I, oh, something I, I know exactly where it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let you know. All right. I'll, All right. That's a foreshadowing. BMS? Yes, it is. That's. But on the other side, in the AL, yeah. you've got Bo- yep. you've got Boston and Houston. Who, well, I hate both those teams, so I really don't care. But um, Boston has hit three Grand Slams in in two games, two in one game. And uh, I have a little side bet here. If anybody wants to throw one in here, it's for a what six pack. I will. It's it's either you can either take Boston will hit another Grand Slam the rest of the way because there's a lot of games left, um, or no Grand Slams the rest of the way for a six pack. Really? And I, That's a sucker's bet. I'll take no grand slam. Oh, I think they will. 
All right, six pack. I get the rest of the games. That's fine. All right. Just I just don't be uh don't be giving away my six pack of uh of Labatt's Blue. Oh, that's what it was. Thanks, Meister. I was gonna text you. I was at the store and it's like, do you remember what it was? What was that for? Oh, it was a side bet. Yeah. Otherwise, Houston and Boston are playing against each other. One team's gonna win, and who gives a crap? But yeah. All right, yeah. uh, Meister. I owe you that six of Labatt's Blue. Do I owe you anything else? Oh, a candy bar from the last F one race. Would, would either of you uh, let your daughters marry Schwarber? Kyle Schwarber. He's Kyle a hell of a hitter. Hell of a hitter. But I hate him because he played on the Cubs and oh, Joe man, Buck so bad. had man Loves love, him. man love for Schwarber. So no, Schwarber, Schwarber. Schwarber. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, yes, it was. Wrong. He gushed. He was gushing unprofessionally. Yes, oh, amazingly, he's an unprofessional gusher. He's good at that. All right, that's baseball. It's time, Meister. Let's get let's get into the world of tepid takes. That's right. Now, a tepid take for uh, our new listeners. And, and guys, I looked at the numbers. We're getting about 420,000 new listeners each episode. Mm, so wow. we, will, we will literally cover half the globe within three episodes. Uh, a tepid take is a take that might have been hot on the weekends when sports happens. But by the time we get to Wednesday, it's a little bit tepid. But we still share them because that's what we do. We're tepid. I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns. I put this one on there first. I was at the Browns game. I heard that. They're, they are banged up. They are getting bad calls, but they also are not looking good. Mm. <laughs> like there are some fundamental problems that might have been hidden a little bit. <laughs> and the lack of depth is just one of them. I'll say the lack of depth. I also think they've been snake bitten, not necessarily all by the bad calls. The calls have been bad, but um, those two offensive linemen being out is like, it's like, taking one leg off a table and hoping the leg can, the table will be able to handle a dinner party because it, that has changed everything on that team. Um, And Baker Mayfield, just, just take a break. Your, your shoulder's broken. Just sit down. Well, I will say this for whatever reason in the first quarter of that game, we're like, well, we don't have Chubb. We're not going to run the ball. And they, they finally started running it with hunt and that's how they were moving until he got hurt. But I, I just it was a head scratcher to me, and I, I think it, I think you're right, coach. I think it's not just the running back that's out; it's the lineman. Yes, the lineman, and then like some of their play, like the play calls. We, I mean, they 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 said they were going to go to the run, but they had empty backfield all the time. And then when they did run, they'd have two tight ends. I mean, there was no surprise. I don't know. So it, Kevin Stefanski is is he still the shiny penny, or is he a little bit of a there's more tepid takes that we gotta talk about. I know, but this one's the best tepid right. take on the list. So I'm gonna ask you: Do the Browns get their groove back against Denver Thursday night? Oh yeah, Ma- Maestro. Uh, yeah, Denver's not very good. All right, that'd be good. That'd be good. I will tell you this: uh, having gone now to a Buckeyes game this year and a Browns game, like coach at the Buckeyes game, I sat around a lot of people who were just just furious with everything the Buckeyes were doing. Yes. And I would say that an average Browns fan crowd seems slightly more knowledgeable about football, but rather than like being like, I can't believe this. They just shout profanities nonstop at the, at the field. (laughs) I concur. It's, 
far more authentic. I actually preferred it. <laughs> There's this giant guy in the row behind us, and he had this special bark that he does. And I mean, like he had to stand up, and his whole body would go up and down, and he'd be like going, ooh, 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 ooh. Nonstop the whole game, even in the fourth quarter when it's clear we're not going to win. He's it still was doing unbelievable. it. At the end, and then on the ride home, saying to my buddies, I'm like, that was amazing. And they're all like, oh, I know that guy was so annoying. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is, he lives his whole life for those Sundays to do that weird dog bark. <laughs> That's his life. That's it. I mean, I'm sure he's got a wife and kids and other things. Oh, I'm, I'm, from, I'm sure he, it is. He was leaving nothing on the field. That was everything there. That that people did I did I use that sports cliche correctly? You did. He left it everything it on got the field. It confusing because technically he was in the stands, but he left it on the field. That's right. Yeah. All right, Maestro, is this you, Oklahoma new quarterback, new trajectory? Oh, yeah, that's Let's me. hear it. That's my tip and take. So uh, yeah, Oklahoma. You know, we were saying Oklahoma's not so good. You know, they've been sneaking by, getting some wins. So they finally bench uh, Spencer Rattler for this Caleb Williams guy. So Caleb Williams came in in the Texas game and saved their butts. And then, uh, was it Lincoln Riley decided I'm going to start Caleb Williams? Yeah. And they are, they are a different team. And I think it's a game changer for them. I think they are a legit contender now with this dude. That's my tepid take. It's very similar See, to that's what the tepid take. That's fast. It's not this Browns um, rambling for 10 minutes. <laughs> You're just angry because Pittsburgh sucks. Really? They're three and three. They're fine. That's a fake three and three. So I will say this Oklahoma, uh, two, number two in the coaches poll, number three in the AP poll. Number four in your heart. Number four in your heart. Did they play Kansas State yet? Yes, they beat them. All right. Then they, yeah. then they are legit. Eh. I love that. Oh, wow. There's some love. Hey, uh, hey, Oklahoma, we got a new, uh, new slogan for your school. Number four in your heart. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, oh, time for our way too early NHL championship picks. I know we love talking hockey on this hockey. show. We did this for the NBA. Hockey has started. I've got the odds here, too, if you guys are interested. Nope, in I already know what I'm picking. Teams they are. All right, hang on. Let me get the piece of paper I write this stuff down on. All right. Are we picking? Let's go to Maestro. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? I didn't put this on here. This isn't my tepid take. Well, I know. But I'm just asking for your tough pick. Tough schnookins. Give, give a pick. Uh, I'm going to go uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning oh, again. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go there. Of course you will. Of course. Sounds about right. I will. Uh, I, the guys who actually record and then transcribe every show <laughs> will run a search on the database and they will see Maestro's pick Tampa Bay like 77 years, even longer than we've had a show. He's been doing it longer than there's been a Tampa Bay Lightning. I love it. Coach, what do you got? Well, then you're going to have to transcribe this and see that I've picked this team the last three years. Go Las Vegas. Let's go Knights. Nice. <laughs> I'm sticking with them. So, so, oh, man, you guys. You, you guys Bru- put, Bruins? You put me Bruins? in. So just Bruins? so you know, Tampa Bay has the second best odds right now, plus 550. Golden Knights at plus 750. So you have left the odds on favorite for me on the board, the Colorado Avalanche. I don't or, but. That's not who I was going to take. I was going to go a little down. I'm going to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I was going to go Maple Leafs. I love that. Yeah. And not because I know or could name a single player on that team or actually a single Maple Leaf ever of all time. I could not. I can. I want to be clear. I just want the cup to go back to Canada. Of course you do. 
You want to give it back to the Yankees? Why not? Right? The Yankees should have it. <laughs> were they? They were the Yankees back yes, in the day. Yes, they were. That, yeah. That, what, that's what you're uh, yeah. What percentage are the are the Buffalo Sabers? The Buffalo Sabers. Looking here, they might not make the playoffs. They are plus twenty thousand. They are the lowest ranked team. That's right. That's who I thought you were going to pick. They'd be worth putting like two bucks on. And now, Toronto does have cool uniforms. I do like their uniforms. And a former and just, former uh, Toronto Maple Leaf, Ty Domi. Ty Domi. He was an enforcer. Ty Domi. Love Ty Domi. All right. So, and just so you know, our hometown Columbus Blue Jackets, none of us chose. Nobody, none of us picked them, mm. even though we said we're going to go to a game this year. Even though they're undefeated. Mm. Undefeated. Woo. They are plus 10,000. That's I mean, it's, if you bet 100 bucks on the Blue Jackets and they win the Stanley Cup. They actually, they actually will be decent this year, I, I, I predict. Really? Playoff decent? I think so. Mm. Yeah. Nice. What? All right, Coach, we you got want a little side bet. They make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want? What are we doing? Um. Um. Yeah. A case of ham. A case of ham. Oh. <laughs> Except for the winner or the loser. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I win either way. Oh, that that was good thinking, Maestro, because I was about to throw out a side bet that there's no way either of you remember this side bet by the time <laughs> the Stanley Cup playoffs are done, twenty seven months from now. But <laughs> making it a case of hams, it will it, write it into the my brain database, it, and now I know it'll it'll <laughs> it now will stick. Yeah, very good. All right, I'm gonna guess. Is this you again, Maestro Michael Andretti? Yeah. So uh, I and I I read this on a questionable uh, Formula One resource online, but. <laughs> Those he's exist. Talking, he's talking yeah. about my new blog. It's called BMOC on <laughs> F1. So Michael Andretti, you know him. Yeah. He's the son of Mario uh-huh. Andretti, you know, the famous racer. But uh, from what this story was saying, he is trying to raise money to buy a controlling interest of Alfa Romeo in Formula One, which could be a huge thing for uh, America and Formula One and all that. The future of that uh, race circuit all right so i did want to talk about the college football rankings iowa this is very rare that we say something's going to happen on the show and last week on the show we're like you know i was going to lose to someone that they're not supposed to lose to like purdue or and uh that happened and they didn't lose by a little bit they lost by a lot they got their ass kicked cincinnati now number two coach how you feeling about the bearcats i I love that they're number two now but there's a lot of football to play so they just get it I don't want to talk about it. Does Michigan fan or Michigan there's only State one fan... way? There's only one direction for Cincy to go. Yeah. D- does Michigan fan or Michigan State fan or even Oklahoma State fan have a legit beef that Cincinnati's that high? <laughs> Zero. Those. Are... First of all, Michigan is they're dog shit. I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now, they're horrible. Oklahoma State. They'll do, and I say it a lot, but Oklahoma State will have a hiccup. They don't. They don't have anything. And who'd you say, Michigan State? Yeah, same yeah. thing. Th- those those are yeah. nice teams. I mean, Michigan, Michigan State. They have tough. They have a tough road to hoe, right? They got Penn State. They got Ohio State, and yes. out there, it's unlikely they're going to finish undefeated. If they but, do, then they deserve it way ahead of Cincinnati. But there's no chance they will. But Cincinnati doesn't have a whole lot of in, in front of them. No, it's inspiring, right? No, they have, they, they literally have to beat the crap out of every team. And then they really only play like on their schedule. There might be, they play SMU who's ranked. And then after that, yeah. it's not a lot of ranked teams. So they're, yeah, their only trajectory is Maestro said is down. And then Oklahoma state has that, uh, 
you know, they got they got to play Kansas. <laughs> they got to play. Now, they have Oklahoma at the end of the year, and so that's that's kind of that Georgia-Alabama. Yes. Well, uh, Oklahoma State's got Iowa State, too, I think, this week, which could be a tricky for them. It could be tricky, but Iowa State's lost two games now, so I think a lot of people aren't believing in them anymore. But they have the potential to beat Oklahoma State is what I'm saying. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, if, let's keep going if, on. If these you have the are... inside track on the Big Twelve, like I thought, these were tepid right. takes, and it's taking forever, and we have so many more to go through. We're getting chippy in the up top. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> All right, fellas, F one comes to American shores this weekend. U.S. Grand Prix. Pick your driver for a candy bar. Lando Norris. Leclerc. Taking Leclerc. Well, I didn't take anyone off the board, so it would be uh, oh. in bad form to, to pick Verstappen after you two pick. So I'll stick with Saints, but I think Verstappen's going to win this race. Oh, yeah. I, I think we're going to start to see him put some distance between uh, him and Mercedes. He's got Good it. Rid- they're, running out of, they're running out of races. Yeah. How many do they have left? Uh, I want to say three or four. Okay, yeah. He better start doing something. I will say this. It's not on the show sheet. They did announce the F1 2022 uh, draft race schedule, and it's got 23 races on it, one in Miami, Uh one in Texas, and it brings back, Coach, brings it back, Singapore, baby. (gasps) My favorite race of all time. Are we going to that one? Yes. We're we're going. We're We're going. We're going. It only takes like 24 hours to get there. We'll leave tomorrow. I thought we were good. I thought we would drive. We could save some money if we drive and we camp along the way. We could do we that. Sail? Yeah. We could sail. Could sail? <laughs> could sail? Yeah. Us, us three mariners out there would just be great. <laughs> Wait a second, coach. I understand you're going to see your dad for his 80th birthday, so you guys could finish up that sailboat while you're there. <gasps> oh, dagger. Uh, three of us Hello. will take it to Singapore. <laughs> we really could if we could find the plans. All right. Who put this next item on here? Oh, I did. <laughs> Hansy Urban gets his first NFL win. So uh, Jacksonville played in London over the weekend, and they finally got their first victory. It was against Miami, I think, right? So Miami, yeah, who sucks? I can't remember. But they won last minute, last second field goal. It might have been overtime, but uh, you know, Urban, Urban Meyer, yeah. Hansy Urban Meyer got his first NFL victory. Might be his Good only you, one, Urban. too. Good for you. Good for you. Are you thinking like he's on? Uh, this is going to be a short tenure. Oh, yes. I'm a thousand percent. Oh, you don't think like just because they're bad or because of this scandal? Both. I think Both, he's. I think probably. he's way overmatched as as a pro coach. He, the players think he's foolish. I think he doesn't. He's trying he to. Will follow in the steps of Spurrier and Saban ahead of yeah, him. Yeah, he's he just not follow. He's Matt Rule or any of the guys yeah. that are doing it right now. His. Uh, he just he's too old and set in his ways and he came into the mm-hmm. pros thinking he could do that rah rah bullshit and mm-hmm. these are men and they don't listen to that and they they don't respect him and i just don't see this lasting more than this season i will say if that. the jaguar the jaguar's kicker in that game was a practice squad signee because they had this guy Josh Lambeau who was missing a lot of field goals early on. So they finally just cut him. And that with that, for kid, him. Matthew Wright has got the job. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Meyer was so excited. <laughs> uh, let's see. 27 minutes, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely coming out. <laughs> That's coming out. All right. 
that was funny though. Oh, the good. Oh, All the, the great good jokes. stuff. God, we have to have an uncut. Version. All right. I'm gonna who who did I'm gonna guess it's Maestro with this last episode. No, that was topic. me. That was me. All right, coach, let's hear it. So LSU Ed Orgeron, everybody knows, has basically been fired slash he's ending his season. And that position's gonna be open along with USC. And I think it's gonna cause some major coaching chaos. I don't know if how many are gonna be upheaved, but if one major coach leaves and that leaves another major place open. They're talking about Jimbo Fisher wanting to leave Texas A and M. I mean, they're gonna really? they're gonna they're gonna bring the bank to to um, Fickle. They're gonna I mean they're gonna try to get Urban Meyer. They're these they're gonna leave no stone unturned for these two jobs. And the LSU job is is a golden position. I think it's better than USC. So um, so I I thought that this tepid take was based on our thread, our, te- our text the other day, where I, I was like, do you think, because uh, I didn't even know at the time, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, and you nailed Ogeron it. Ron was like, oh, I was like, do you think uh, they'll they'll come after Luke? And you got fired up. No, I didn't get fired up. Like, I just think he's misplaced there. I, 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 oh, I agree. I, I Trust me. I Oh, they'll come after him. To, to get you oh, around. I know up. you did. It, it works. Yeah, they'll come after him hard. I just don't think if he's, if he's smart, he does I mean, I think Cincinnati ups his contract. He's going to the Big 12. He's going to be invited to the playoff dance if he's in the Big 12. And quite frankly, they can win the Big 12 every year. Um, and LSU, that might be a, a bigger pond than he's capable to swim in, I think. I don't think he well, can handle SEC. Who was the the Wisconsin coach that went to Arkansas? Oh. Uh, Biennemi? Yeah. Bielema. Bielema. Right, Bielema. It didn't, yeah, it did not work for him. Well, uh, Coach O, two years removed from an undefeated national championship season. Apparently, they have zero tolerance for an off year down there. I was. Uh, there's more to it. Surprised in a. Oh, is there? Is there did he oh, oh there's a lot. Yeah. Off the field, he's. Has, yeah. He's being. <laughs> 29 55. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't get along with a lot of assistant coaches either. And apparently, I was just reading an article before the show. Let's go on tape. Um, LSU has got to pay a lot of assistant coaches that he's fired that have contracts. I mean, yeah, and it's, ex- oh, and it's expensive. And some of his yeah. assistant coaches are getting paid head coaching money because mm-hmm. Ed, uh, good old Coach O, may not be the best with the X's and O's. Coach O, so. Huh. Yeah, I, I I honestly think he is going to be the next coach at Oregon. <laughs> you do because it, it, yeah, Coach O, he has coach all of Oregon. the letters in Orgeron and or like there's no other oh, coach that can walk in at Oregon and say, God, "What a brilliant I have marketing!" All the tool. letters of your school <laughs> done. You're hired. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. All right, any more tepid takes, fellas? No, well, that's I, have tep- so te- I have a not so I have a not so tepid take. Ooh, Here we go. Take. It's actually very timely. Um, the, the Washington State coach, oh. he quit or resigned, but he, you he was know, fired. Vaccination thing. He was he yeah. fired. And like he and like four of his staff all are unvaccinated and they've all quit or been resigned. So I want to so tell you what's going to happen there. Do you, keep going. That, that's all I know. Do you I mean, know how much do Ryan, you know? How Ryan m- Leaf is interested in the job. Well, good. Do you, <laughs> do you know how much money he left? What he was making per year, three point two million. million. He was the highest paid employee in Washington. 
So he left 3.2 million. His buyout is 3.6, but because they fired him for cause, he might not even get his buyout. I mean, this guy is an absolute idiot. Bad. Yeah, listen, I I know we don't get political on this. I know, and I didn't mean to. Yeah. You know, and so I, I kind of left that off the sheet because of that. But, you know, it just like you can't protect people from their own stupidity. That is the number one thing I found to be true in life and politics. Yes. And if that's a choice he wants to make, that's fine. Yeah. But, you know. That's, that's man, a crazy, I, I know. it's a crazy I, hill to die on. I'm just telling you that. 3.2 yeah. million reasons why you should just not die on that hill. But, Hey. Let him live. Apparently, he wants he wants to die in the ER instead. <laughs> Apparently, hello, that's hello. our tepid takes. <laughs> All right, well, nice job, Maestro, getting the show a little edgy there when sneaking it in. People really love it. Good. So let's let yeah, let's do something super controversial with our next segment, which Maestro has this amazing stinger for called the Flying Fin Challenge. <laughs> So this uh, I found to be more difficult than uh, I realized. Me when too. I came up with this challenge. So uh, once again, our our man F one driver Valtteri Bottas is uh, was called a flying fin as he was winning the race in Turkey this past two weeks ago, I guess. No, as it turns out, there are thirty six different athletes who have been called the flying fin. So last week we decided we'd come up with some sample nicknames for Valtteri Bottas, put it to a vote on Twitter, and then Maestro will make a song. I love it. Woo! Is that fair? Is that fair, guys? That's yeah, that's good. Actually, I got something to add to that because I think this is a good place to put it. Is the other previous Finnish Formula One racer, Kimi Rakonen, Mm -hmm. was also called the Flying Fin. No, he wasn't. Yes. And that's not that long ago. There's an addiction in English language sports writer media where they're like, he's from Finland. You know, we should call him. You know, we should call him. What? What? Flying Finn. What? Yeah. So original. Although, to be fair, now having put the challenge out there, I have some really ganky nicknames here. Let's uh, let's do this in a round. How about that? Okay, Coach, we can do it. I what, have quite a few, what, so how many should right. we do? How about uh, throw out three at a time? Okay, so I have well, I have five, so I'll do three at a time. My, okay. My first one is, um, we're going to call him the Finn for the win. So the Finn for the win. My second okay. one is a play on words. We're going to call him Finish Line. <laughs> oh, I love it. And then the last that. one that I have uh, plays is a, an actual, um, it's Finnish, um, and it's Tia Satori, and it means Road Warrior. Tia Satori. Tia Satori. Oh, my Coach, those are all amazing. Those are pretty good. They're better than all of mine. I have two Damn, more. Yeah, mine too. All right. All right, let's hear them. Okay, and then, and then also because I did some research, because I did some work on this, and at one of the uh, animals in Finland, the fastest it, uh, animal in Finland is the peregrine falcon. Mm-hmm. So uh, Finnish for falcon is hauka. So he's the hauka. Or he's just the falcon, because that's pretty badass too. Okay, I got yeah. you. Uh-huh. So there you go. Those is are that my, it? Those are it. Those are my five. What is Road Warrior again? Tia Satori. Tia Satori. That's gonna, be, that's gonna be tough to bin. Finish line is good too, though. But it sounds a lot like the the red the Red Bull other team, Terra. Oh, Alphatory. you're right, AlphaTauri. Yeah, but you know they'll change it because they're they're gonna rebrand it like Beta Bellissimo. 
All right, Maestro, what do you got? You got some good ones here? So I wanted to also say, too, that, that uh, Botas actually has another nickname. It's Boots. Boots. Because Botas means Boots in Finn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's kind of cool. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. That's not bad. I got to start reading that blog. You really do. All right. So I got a few. I got a few. They aren't as good, nearly as good as coaches. Um, I've got... You ready? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. The Arctic Fox. Ooh. <laughs> That is good for F1 or porn. That's right. <laughs> Both great stuff. Playing off, <laughs> playing off the old uh, movie Run, Lola, Run, I have Drive, Finn, Drive. Okay. That's okay. good. <laughs> and then I also have uh, Formula Finn. Ooh, Ooh. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, not bad. Those are better than okay. you think. And then my last one's a little bit more uh, dreamy. Okay. This is my extra credit one. <laughs> Valtteri Borealis. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now that's, that might be your best one. That's really good. Oh, man. Uh, let me just say both of you guys have totally lapped me on this. I am literally driving a Haas on this <laughs> compared to those names. All right. Here's what I got. You ready? Yeah. First, I went simple. Fast Val. I like it. Okay. Fast okay. Val. And then I came up with Gotas. <laughs> Gotas. Gotas. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I did some research as well, Coach. He is from Nostala, Finland. Okay. So I had right. the Nostala Express. I don't mind that one. Actually, that's my favorite right now. That's my favorite of your your, your uh, picks okay. so far. What do you got? Uh, I, dis- I discovered, uh, like all adult men in Finland, he had to serve in the army, and he was he's a Lance Corporal. So I came up with Lance Corporal Cloudadust. Cloudadot? Cloud a dust. Oh, cloud a dust. Yeah. Okay. Solid. I, it's kind of a play on like like Sir cleans a lot. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, all right. Another uh, finished one. I did not think Road War. That was so good, Tia Satori. So I looked up what uh, fastest is in fin. Yes, in I looked that up finished. too. I think. And it's no pain. <laughs> so I came up with no pain, no gain. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Fastest right. no game. And here's my last one. It's it's not a great nickname, but it's seasonal. I call him Valscary. Valscary. I like that, actually. Valscary is actually pretty good because you could do some serious logo work with that. All right. All not right. bad. So let's, let's pick a couple a couple from each. I think we can put up to six on the Twitter on the Twitter pool. I think we can find six really good ones in there. All right. Tell me yours again, Coach, real quick. Okay, let me pull them up. So my first one was a fin for the win. The fin for the win. The second one is finish line. Then it's yeah. Tia Satori, Road Warrior, and then it's Hauka, which means Falcon, and then just the Falcon. All right, I like finish line. I like Tia Satori. Like fin- yeah, those the, are good. Uh, Falcon, Falcon fin, or fin the Falcon, or something. Yeah, you could do that. All right, Maestro, let me hear yours again. Uh, Arctic Fox. Uh huh. <laughs> drive fin, drive. <laughs> uh, Formula fin. I like that. And that, and then uh, Valtteri Borealis. I'd say Formula Finn and Valtteri Bo- Borealis. All right. A Formula Finn. You know, All his, right. His middle name is Victor, which I thought I you did. could do. You oh. could do Victor, 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 Victor. Victor. All right. I'm going to read mine. You guys, you want to pick two off this list. Okay. If we have Fast to. Val. Okay. Gotas. The Nostala Express. Lance Corporal Cloud of Dust, 
no pain, no gain, Valskeri. I'd go Valskeri and then the um, the Nostala Express. But if I had to pick one of those, I'd say Nostala Express, and then Maestro, you can pick the other one. It's between Gotas and Valskeri for me. Yeah. Let's go Valskeri. Valskeri. All right. That's our six, uh, our six things. We're going to put it up on Twitter where literally probably hundreds of thousands of votes will come. We're going to shut Twitter down. It'll just be so many votes. Yeah. And I just, you know, Maestro, I don't, I know it's, you got your process, but like, I feel like a, a Kenny Rogers story song is the vibe I'm getting from whatever (laughs) this winner is. Definitely country. That's never even crossed my mind. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, good luck to to Botas. I hope he gets a couple more wins while he's driving for Mercedes because I don't know if you guys know this. He's moving to Alfa Romeo. Oh, that's a... But he hmm. was... He actually started at Williams. He did. He did. Yeah. And he did pretty well. So, yeah, A lot of guys, you know, kind of came up like uh, Lewis was at McLaren. I know that. Yeah. True story. So, it'll be interesting to see, uh, actually, if the Andretti's do buy Alfa Romeo, if, like, American Ingenuity can make their cars faster than... Because right now they're not. Gunther can. Oh, God. (laughs) I I saw on uh, on a F1 blog they're like Haas excited for their home track and I'm like that, that that's not their home track. <laughs> home track means that you've actually won there or something. I mean I guess technically it is, but mm-hmm. let's go, Maestro. Cause we're Betting with Coach's brother. We've been betting with Coach's brother for years now, it seems like. We usually lose, lose, but lately we've been breaking even, and that's just really locking that addiction in for us to gambling. Hopefully it's doing the same for you, Mark, because we're enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, by the way, guys, show just cooking tonight. We're at 45 minutes, and probably three minutes of that we got to take out because I kept saying <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to ask about that. But let's just get it out of there. Yeah, I think it's got to go. I think so too. So, all right. So uh, last week we gave coach coaches Brett two games. His pick: Browns Cardinals or Georgia Kentucky game. Right? Yeah. And did Kentucky cover? No, no, they did not. They did not. So no. he took the Brett. Was that a heart pick? Did we trick him into a heart pick? <laughs> I don't know. I was surprised he was going to take the Browns on that one because I really wanted the other game and I didn't want the Browns game to be in it. And when he picked the Browns, I'm like, that's easy money for him. I thought that he yeah. had it, but unfortunately for us and as, as fandom, while. we lost the Browns. But yeah. fortunately for Bretta or for us against Bretta, hey, Browns suck. So we win two in a row. Well, we won 10 bucks. So now we're just down to five bucks, if are, I'm not mistaken. Are, are we down? We're up. I think we're up five dollars. Oh. We're up five bucks. We were That's down amazing. fifteen, and we won two bets of ten dollars two days in two weeks in a row. And last time I checked my math, we're up five dollars, sir. I was told there would be no math. Yeah, well, there's math. Test. All right, so we're up five dollars. It's bread as week. Did he send us a game? He sent us a game, but there was no money amount. So what do you want me to send back to him? Ten dollars again? Don't you yeah. think we should discuss the game? Okay, I'll discuss the game first because that's what we do. (laughs) 
the game. I love. I, no, I mean, I, I just love your process, Coach. You're like, I'm, I'm going to wager. Let's I'm throw the money down. Five thousand dollars. Okay, what am I going to wager at? <laughs> Let's run the money down. All right. So the a, ga- a lot of people are like, let me think about no. the thing I want to wager on, and then determine an appropriate amount. But you're like, no. Let's go money <laughs> Let's first. Throw that money out there. Yeah. Coach wager on. Ooh, that would be <laughs> now. That's a great name. That uh, is a great name, man. My God, killing it. Nickname. Today. Game is solid. Um, all right, so he gave us a game he's actually going to be at. He's going to be at the OSU-Indiana game. So OSU versus Indiana minus 20. I know where did I stand on this. on this last year? Did we get burned on this We totally year? did. Yeah. We got burned. But I feel like and we we'll should go back again. in the fire. <laughs> this is the Stroh's classic. It's what is it, 20? It's 20, but I got to tell you, Indiana yeah. has a backup Indiana's quarterback. Bad. They're bad. Yeah. Now, they're at home. It's a night game. Maybe they'll be jacked up a little bit, but Ohio State's – it's just stupid not to take Ohio State, I think. But what are they going to get, like 27 points? It's 20. They're just getting 20. He threw me the line. He said OSU versus Indiana, 20 points. I that's less than three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, so, so that's not – I feel good about this one. All right. So we're taking OSU. And for how much? A thousand bucks. Okay, I just did it. A thousand dollars. Boop boop boop. Five, ten, or twenty. What are we doing here? <laughs> ten. Ten. All right. All right. I just sent it to him. All right. That was betting with coaches. Do you want to play this out, Maestro? Or are we going to roll right on? Let's keep rolling. All right. It's time for locks. Locks. Locks, locks, of, the week. locks of the week. This is where we. Pick games either against the spread or an over under, and uh, it's a lock. And coach, that means oh, a lock is so good. A lock means that you're going to dig into your pockets and pull out of that chump change and throw it in the trash because you want real money. You're going to go to the bank and withdraw everything from your account, your kids' account, your college account, everything you have, and you're going to put it on these games because they're called the locks of the week. That means they are locks. <laughs> Yeah, now this is where Maestro's going to get disappointed with me. Oh, no. Now, this is this is not as bad as the NCAA March Madness foible <laughs> that I, I messed all up, and, and it led to Talshawn winning a 17th place championship. <laughs> what did you do? So I wanted, like last week, we did college football over under an NFL against the spread, and so I wanted to flip it this week. Okay. So I thought I had flipped it, but then for Gestapalooza, which is coming up, I sent Maestro, and like, here's what we need King Havoc to pick, and I sent him the opposite of that. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> See, there it is. So then he texted me, I, I don't know, two hours ago. He's like, hey, I just want, you know, I fixed the show sheet. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, oh, but I sent that other show sheet picks to five other guests, of which only like three of them actually understood what I was talking about. And it just got to a point where, like, have you ever been in your life where you're like, I have messed this up, but my attempt to try and straighten it out would Makes be so much harder than yes. just letting it go. So so just so you know, we are picking college football over under an NFL against the spread, and our guests have a smorgasbord of different pick styles for us. Wonderful. That's, are we okay fine. with it? You all right? Okay, yeah. good. Very good. So let's do our picks first. We got college football game over under, and we're going to go to Maestro. I'm going with... Miami of Ohio versus Ball State. The uh, 51 and a half, I'm going under. 51 and a half, Miami Ball State. That's a, that sounds like a solid bet there. 
I'm uh, I'm also staying with the power powerhouses. I'm going with Western Kentucky. Ooh. Taking on Florida International. Over under 72.5. I'm going under. That's a lot of points. That is a, a lot. Last week points. I took the under and it worked out for me. So that's two weeks betting the under. What do you got, coach? All right. So I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to stay in our home state. I'm going to take UC versus Navy. The over is 51.5. I'm taking the over. I think UC is what, like 24 point favorites in that? Yeah. And they've scored over 50 points in their past. They themselves have scored 50 points in the past four games. So there's a real good chance that's going to happen. How many points do you think they're going to let allow Navy to score? Not a lot. 14? Well, I mean, that if they score 14 and UC scores 40, I'm bing, 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 winner. Well, Navy's got that. They've got that. The eye formation or something. Yeah, they have a weird wishbone. They still doing the wishbone? I think, wishbone. They, I, no, I think they run a triple option. The, they oh, they do run the triple option. That's right. So it's uh, it's yeah, it's not fun to look at. It, not at all. It is not a compelling brand of football, oh. but it can be effective, as the Bobcats of the early aughts proved. Okay, NFL game against the spread, Maestro. Oh, I'm going first, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got three picks here. I was gonna do a game time decision. Uh, I'm gonna take New England over the Jets. They're getting wow. seven points. I think they're gonna win by like three touchdowns because the Jets are terrible. The Jets really are bad. They're given seven, Coach, right? what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, – I'm going with Dreamweaver minus 10 against Chicago. I think Chicago is bad. And Tampa needs to come out and kick some crap out of some people. So, Although Tampa let Philly come back in that game. Uh, Philly's home, so. way better than Chicago. And that was in Philly. So, uh, so Coach. Yeah? Coach. Yeah? I knew you were going to do that. I totally did. Yes. So and did you- uh, I thought – I thought somebody out there's probably looked at how Tom Brady does against the spread. Yes. And it turns out pretty damn awesome. He's he dominates so against he the spread. Not, he is not the best. He's around fifty seven point eight percent. That's really but damn if good. If you have been betting since twenty fourteen a hundred bucks on Tom Brady against the spread, it would be worth four thousand two hundred thirty two dollars fifty two dollars and seventy cents, right? That's now. pretty impressive. Yeah, he 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 does the, cover. The current uh, NFL quarterback with the best against the spread record. Any guess? Uh, Mahomes? No. Or Aaron Rodgers? You would, you will never guess. Nope. Damn. Teddy Bridgewater. Really? Teddy he covers. 70, 70% he covers. Now, he's only played uh, you know, 50 games. That's still pretty good. You know, like Justin Fields is second because he's only played three games. He's doing well. <laughs> That's not bad. There you have it. Okay. Uh, my NFL game, by the way, I am taking the Dallas Cowboys. They are giving two and a half to the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, okay. Dallas is a legit playoff team. They are, oh, they're legit. The they're legit. The playoffs, yeah. They're good. I don't know. Don't don't forget, uh, uh, Dak got hurt. Sure. He's got a little calf he injury. Quarter? That, that, He'll play. That's probably why it's two and a half. He'll play. Yeah. So. And, will, and side, sidebar, yeah. when you take... McCaffrey out of your starting lineup, BMOC? Yes, oh, I did. I did. I put him on a... He's uh, gone till week eight Lord. or nine. Dummy. All right, guys. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? You guys... What? Why don't you guys what? fucking run your teams, huh? <laughs> run, run your team. We're just trying to help you. You're going to run your team? I'm just on a run three, your fucking team. I'm on a three-game win streak. All right, what... Who's Takes five minutes to manage that team. Yeah. You don't have five minutes? I don't have time to do it. I've got like, too I would like you to, to know, do. Maestro. What are you doing when you're pooping? 
That's a, that's a fantasy. I want you to know that McCaffrey was listed as questionable up to game time. It is true. He was. He, was he, not. he absolutely was. Because the guy I had to put in is like a backup, and he would have got me three points. So I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice. McCaffrey. <laughs> Guestapalooza, what do we got? What do we All got? All right, this is Guestapalooza Part 2. This is where uh, we get a bunch of guests because we want to even them up with us so we can track this scientific-like. Here are the guests. We have a lot of guests tonight, and I want to thank them all for getting back to me. First of all, part two. First of all, we have loyal listener Hoops. Hoops! Hoops! Nice job, Hoops. He says UCLA, Oregon. He's taking the over on 60 points on that, and he's taking Denver plus six against the Browns. Mmm, you asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Loyal listener, collegiate golfer, Grayson the Golfer. Ooh. He is now, uh, he has taken UC minus 24 Ooh. against Navy. Says UC covers. In NFL, he has taken the Bengals plus six and a half against Baltimore. I thought about that game. That's n- I thought about it. I mm. thought about it too. Baltimore looked really good though. Yeah. Baltimore, might, and I think, I think but Cincinnati's but fool's gold. Good. No, they're fool's gold. No, they played really well last week. Fool's gold. Against... The Lions. How can you be in favor of one Cincy team and not the other? Because one's one. You be all in on Cincy. No, I don't. <laughs> you love Cincy. I love University of Cincinnati football team. <laughs> That's about it. Coaches drinking the Kool-Aid. That I've watched this year is they have fight in them in a way that they haven't in a long time. This is true, and it's Joe Burrow. Oh, my God. Are you, are you drinking the Joe Burrow Kool-Aid? Because... If that line was eight, I would take it. Joe Burrow's from Athens. Come on. I love Joe Burrow, but he's not as good as everybody's anointed him as. He's just not. He's pretty fucking good. He's pretty fucking mediocre. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? He's top 15, maybe. Maybe. I would take him over Baker in a. Oh, my God. You are drinking straight turpentine if you think that right now. Baker is trash. Oh, my God. Why don't you? Oh, I didn't even. I won't even say it. I won't even say it. You're crazy, Joe. Could you imagine? Joe could lost you the game against Joe Green Bay because he threw three interceptions. Bad interceptions. Could you imagine, Joe? He was a rookie. Could you imagine, oh, Joe? Poor Joe, Joe. He's not a rookie. This is year two. Could you imagine him at, at Cleveland right now? He would be tearing it up. No, he wouldn't. He'd be Tim Couch. He'd be out of the league in two years. <laughs> Oh my God! No, you're such a Baker apologist. No, I'm not. But I'm just saying we anoint Joe Burrow as this. We do it. Everybody in the NFL anoints the next great thing. Joe's win it. Win a playoff game first. Then, then we can talk. He's in right? his second year. What right. did Baker do in his first two years? Jack shit. Yeah, and then what did he do his third year? He got to, he almost beat Kansas City, which is what Cincinnati won't have any chance to. Let's compare, I'm going to say right now. Side bet right now. Stats. Side bet right now. Side bet right now. They get their asses kicked by Baltimore this week. All right. I'll side bet you on that. All right. Side bet. And then what I will do. Chocolate payday, my man. Chocolate payday. Okay. What are you giving them? You got to you gotta give them more than that six no, that, points. Okay. So getting their ass kicked. Yeah. They, what's, a, what's, no, an, what's an ass kick? Ass kicked is 14 this points is. or more. 14 points or more is ass kicked. All right. All right. I, I'm just, they will lose by 14 points or more. Where are they playing? In Baltimore or in Cincinnati? I don't think it matters. (laughs) 
I don't know. It, it, Let me look. It does matter, but Cincinnati. Oh, it's in Baltimore. Oh, this. Oh God, that that was fool's gold. That was easy money. Okay. Then I. Then I, how you? about seventeen points? No, you agreed to fourteen. I'm not changing the bet. And then, and then, Coach, I got I I've got a sixer for you that Boston won't hit another Grand Slam throughout the rest of the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Because they're going to advance, so. Uh-huh. This is gonna be great. <laughs> all right. First of all, that that was compelling listening to you two argue. That was enjoyable. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy it. It was really good. My show, I, that was fun. I'm, I'm really I, surprised that, that that he's so protective of Baker. I'm not but, protective yeah, of Baker, but he's who, who he didn't want to draft. But but you guys are I mis, know. you're misdiagnosing what I'm saying. You're twisting the words. I'm not that in love with Baker, but I, I'm just I, sick of everybody anointing Joe Burrow as he hasn't done anything. Who's anointing yet? Joe Burrow? Sure. I just think he's a good quarterback. You just said you no, would take I'm him over. Saying, you would take him over a guy. I would take him over Baker. That that's not Baker, an anointment. But Baker's Baker is not game. very good. Oh, big fucking deal. He's got a great oh, team. God, why don't you, I could quarterback oh. the. I could Are quarterback the Browns me? better than Baker. Oh my god. <laughs> so I gotta I gotta check the Zencaster because I I actually think. Cole Medvec is on right now and not coach. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just, I, it, that's crazy talk. Coach. Crazy talk. Coach, can I, can I just offer some perspective? And first of all, I say, I love, I love the, I missed a lot of that argument because I was busy, busy putting McCaffrey back in my starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you are someone who likes to buck trends. If you didn't live in Ohio and you weren't here in an earful of he is the second coming, we, you would think he, he's going to have an OK career in the league. And I think he is going to have an OK career. Like right now, he's he's right in the middle. He's a he is an average quarterback. Like that's really good. Like you think about it. There's 30 quarterbacks in the NFL. He's right around 15 or 16. I think I'm not saying that Baker is five spots ahead of him, but I think Baker is ahead of him because Baker has thrown in a season like 25 touchdowns and three interceptions. Joe threw threw three interceptions last week. So like before we anoint him as the greatest quarterback in Ohio history. Nobody's fucking anointing him. You just said he's better. No, I'm not. You are. I said he's better than Baker. That's all I said. That's anointing. Does that mean an anointment? That's not an anointment. I'm just saying. How is he better he's than on Baker, a medi- though? How, though? Because he's on a mediocre team, coach. Oh, and he's beat... He's Cleveland beat, is stacked. He's beat... Cleveland is stacked. He's beat mediocre and less teams. Who cares? Lots of people do that. The Browns, if the Browns played the if Cincinnati's schedule right now, they'd be undefeated. So you can't... Finish the season and when they've played against each other, then we can talk. Because right now, they've played... One team has played a triple-A schedule and the other one's played a real schedule. So, like, you can't compare that yet. His team is mm. mediocre. You just said they were four and two. So, are they mediocre or not? I got to say, so I, I got to agree with Maestro here that if if you're going to use the term anointing, then you are saying this is a top five quarterback. And I don't think Maestro is saying he's a top five quarterback. Right, but he's... But anointing has, has to be top five. Now, if, if Maestro is saying he's better than Baker and you're saying... Burrow's number 16 and Baker's like number 12. That's not quite an anointment, but it is It is a different estimation of his skills based on the talents he's surrounded by. By anointment, I mean like he would immediately take Joe Burrow over Baker Mayfield because he thinks he's better than him. I, I just don't see that. I just don't see the evidence of that. Based on four, like four wins against teams that are not that good. That's what I'm saying. 
All right, so Mattis is our next guest picker. <laughs> I hope she picks the fucking Bengals. <laughs> it, it took me it took me a minute to like realize where where were we even in the show? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, we just saw. Oh, uh, we're pick- just listening to Coach be wrong again. Oh, oh my yeah. God, are you? That's all right. That's okay. That's all right. Maestro, you texted all text. Ha ha ha. Is that because that's saying no hard feelings, or is the show breaking up? No, that. Of course, there's no hard feelings. Oh, Jesus, Peter. <laughs> Here, let me go. Let you, me put let me put the fucking emoji in there. Thank you. Oh my God, that's Jesus so good. This might be the best ever. Oh, man. Uh, this is the best show for the three of us. Yes. <laughs> it is it is patently unlistenable for for other folks. Okay. Uh, guest picker Mattis went with Purdue plus five over Wisconsin. Not a bad pick there. And she stuck with her hometown Brownies to cover minus six against Denver. That's Thursday night game, by the way, guys. We I know. We tweet that or yes. get together and watch it or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maestro will be at Joe Burrow's house, so we won't be able to watch it. All right. <laughs> Next guest picker. Notorious BSE. Which is what he insisted we call him. He, he goes under on the Western Michigan Toledo game. That's 55 also goes with Denver plus six against Cleveland. And finally, the mighty King Havoc. I wonder what he'd think of this Burrow versus Baker thing. Nope, Western sure Michigan Toledo. He also, he took the over on that. Holy cow. We've got an over and an under bet on the same Western Michigan Toledo game. That's a sports Wednesday first. That and, is. I love it. And then he goes with, and I looked at this game a lot too. I just didn't have the guts to call it. Colts plus three and a half against the 49ers. Colts are sneaky good. If Wentz yeah. is playing well. They uh, and San Francisco is kind of heading down. They're, they're taking a tumble. All right. So that's guest of Palooza part two. So that is, if you guys add that up, 10 additional picks, which should get us all even next week when we update the scoreboard. And we're going to update the scoreboard right now in a segment we like to call. Scoreboard update. This lets you know the value of our picks. Uh, they're very valuable. <laughs> uh, last week. Last week, uh, surprisingly, we picked, a, as if it matters at this point, college over under and pros against the spread. That's what we did this week, too. Some of us. Some didn't. Uh, I went one and one. BMOC went with the under in Duke, Virginia, in part so I could say, I'll take the under 69. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. But that's just it. That's it. And uh, and actually, Virginia won that game like 48 to nothing. So, uh Yes, they won big, but under 69. And L.A. Chargers were plus three against Baltimore. This is the the game Maestro and I were talking about. Because the Chargers, I thought, looked good against the Browns. I thought they were legit. They're four and two. But, man. They looked bad against Baltimore. Baltimore spanked them. Yeah. 34 to six. So, uh, Maestro, two and oh last week. Nice job, Maestro. That that insanely watched Northwestern Rutgers game. (laughs) Woo. Under he 28. Went, uh, Jeez. That was a, that was the, a sleep, well, the a under was 46 one. and a half. Yeah, I know. 28 total. Yeah. And then the Rams uh, easily covered oh, six and a half game. against the Giants. It's true. Coach, you went one and one. Oklahoma TCU, the over 66 and a half. Nice call there. They actually scored 83 <laughs> points in that game. <laughs> that was a lot of points. Holy cow. And uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, no, I didn't cover for you this time. Bastards. Tampa Bay abandons coach. Uh, they won by four. That was six and a half points. Our guest last week, uh, the Mighty Hopper, who I thought you saw you saw for dinner this week. I did, yeah. I got to talk to him. He was very proud of his picks. 
Very good. Well, he went plus two. The under, uh, Iowa-Purdue at 44. They scored 31 total in that game, and not many of those were scored by Iowa. <laughs> Kansas City covered six and a half against the Washington Football Club. Talshawn one and one. He got the over on that LSU-Florida. That was a crazy-ass game. That was a crazy game. 58.5 was the over-under. 91 points scored in that game. But the Buffalo Bills, they lost to the Tennessee Titans. I watched. Oh, the they had game. it. That was a good game. Yeah, did not cover um, five points there. And then Jaime Escalante, plus two for Jaime Escalante, getting the over on Oklahoma TCU. And Dallas covering against Jeez. New England by five. They barely covered, but they covered. So here's where we're at, fellas. It's starting to even up. Coach, 25-33, still in a strong first place. Yes. Maestro. Pulls into the second place tie at 18 to 33 with BMOC. And our guest now 15 to 25. And if I've done the math right, and the odds of that are very low as I've shown <laughs> over and over. Yes. But I think next week when we update this, the guest number will be the same as ours. And then we'll just have one guest every week going forward. And then we're back to normal. That's right. And actually, next week's guest picker I have lined up, it's Joe Burrow. <laughs> He's going to come on the show. Talk to Maestro. Well, he said he'd come on as long as Maestro is the only one who has some questions. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Also, we have to get uh, Father Dave to, to show up and anoint him. Actually anoint him with oil. Oh! <laughs> oh <what? laughs> come coming out. I'm going to be editing till four in the morning. <laughs> All right, that was your... <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> It's all flustered. Uh, very good. Let's uh, let's let's try and bring this thing home. We're at an hour and seven. <laughs> <We've had> some... <laughs> well, all those edits, you'll get it under thirty minutes. What? Well, uh, seriously? Again, there's at least four minutes of. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, all right, it's time where we can get things off our chest, or clean up mistakes, or recommend entertainment properties for you in a segment we like to call. Rants and corrections. And Joe Barrows. <laughs> Joe Barrows overrated. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> All right. Uh, open mic style. Am I the only one that signed up? No, I have a correction. All right. Uh, let's hear your correction. Okay, the correction is last week when I was talking baseball and I was talking Dodgers, I was talking about their manager and I said Dusty Baker. And he doesn't manage yeah. the Dodgers. He actually manages the Astros. He did manage the, the, the Dodgers and played for them years ago. The Dastros? The Dastros. <laughs> what am I? I'm BMOC now. I can't even speak. Um, but yeah, so he is not the manager of the Dodgers. That is Dave Roberts. I think it was Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. Fuck Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> He is spicy tonight. Is there? There's like a song called that, isn't there, Maestro? Well, there no. It's uh, it's from Fletch. Yes. When he oh, punches yes. the wall. Yeah. It's so good. I knew that was from something. Very good. Hey, you and Tommy Lasorda. I hate Tommy Lasorda. Uh, nice job there, and good correction there, Coach. And I think it's just another sign that deep down, as much as you hate to admit it, you're an Astros fan. Oh, love the Astros. Just can't get enough of them. All right, so fellas, I, I actually watched the Tennessee Ole Miss game, the second half. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw what happened in the I last did. last minute or two, right? Tennessee fans, not fans of Lane Kiffin, and uh, just were pelting everything. Like he like a, a legit golf ball thrown at him. But I mean, that whole field was being covered. So here's, this is, it's not, it's not even a rant. It's more of a recommendation that college football needs to have rules in place for this situation. 
So right now, the rules just leave it up to the discretion of the refs. There was 51 seconds left. Ole Miss stops Tennessee on a, on a fourth down at the goal line and gets the ball back. There's still 51 seconds. There's still a chance for Tennessee to come back. Correct. In this. And, and, and yet the fans... So it delayed the game for 20 minutes. Right. Right? 20 minutes. And so the refs, here's what they can do. They can say... Uh, get control of the stadium or we're ending the game. People aren't safe. But there, I think that there was like an SEC uh, officials were there like, do what we have to do to finish this game. Because when they finally got the game started again, Tennessee indeed got the ball back and made a run at it. They didn't win, but they had a good shot at it. Here's what I think. I think that the rule should be you get 10 minutes to get your house in order. At 10 minutes, it's a penalty on the home team. At 15 minutes, it's a lost timeout for the home team. And at 20 minutes, you call it. 20 minutes is a ridiculous amount of time to, to, to have to stop a game because the fans are throwing stuff. I Yeah, I agree. That was that was crazy. Now, the 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 situation was, did you see the play that, that they were mad about? Sure. Yeah, so, I mean, I they, they, it. It, it, it changed the, it did the change the trajectory of the game, but it was just a bad call. But like, I, no, 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 I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of bad so calls. I, and, 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 and that one was close. Right. And I would say absolutely. it was close. And like, but like the reaction that was insane, sure. the reaction that the, the fans had. I, I said they should have just, I mean, I think they should have just called it. Like that was dangerous sure. for everybody. Sure. On the field. But I feel like the SEC officiating crews, like these people, will go crazy if we. And they're it. right. And I think if you get, if you if you put the rules in place and say these are the rules, we we're just enforcing them. I don't right. know. I I I was fascinated by the lack of actual guidance on this particular thing. Correct. They didn't they didn't have anything in in place. Yeah, which is Although, surprising because they knew something was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they they were talking about it. Oh, Lane Kiffin's going back to Tennessee. Blah, 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 first time in ten. They knew something was going to go down. Oh yeah, no plan. No, how no do you plan. not have a plan? Come on, SEC. So, uh, yeah. So in in that, so uh, I think it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, uh, extremely for Tennessee and the SEC. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and you know what, Tennessee, if if you, you know, if you want to. To do that, just just have your team fucking score, like, kick the fucking field goal, and tie the game up, and then win it in overtime, like everyone else would do. You idiots! Yeah, well, sorry, Tennessee. So, uh, so there we go. So that's that's, that's my recommendation. Thank you. Very good. It was very sportsy. Very sportsy. I liked it. Holy uh-huh. shit! All right, we gotta do it. We're gonna do a two minute drill. Let's do it. Here two minute tonight, drill. Guys. Oh wait, well I had a mini rant. Ooh. I added it. To oh the sweet, thank you, Maestro. Sorry, are you guys. Are you guys yeah. ready? Yep. That's and it's super mini. Yeah, ready? go for it. Uh, coach, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes sense. I get that. I have uh, one more thing. I, I just want to. I, I don't think Joe Burrow's getting his credit. I think the guy's <laughs> underrated. <laughs> what? What we need to do? What that explosion of content uh, tells me is we need to do another. You know how we used to do overrated, underrated, yes. properly rated. We need to do that where we each bring like five things, and then the rest of us get to decide overrated. Absolutely, it's always a fun. It's bit. always good. It's a fun. I love bit. it. I, I actually invented that bit. It's called the BMOC bit. Yep. All right. Let me get uh, two minutes on the clock here, fellas. Two-minute trivia drill. Two 
done this in a while, and I'm just using a general trivia card. I have no idea what sports are on it, so uh, it's not themed for any particular reason, fellas. I love it that way. But two minutes on there, I have uh, been giving you an over-under of eight, and you have not been hitting it, so I've lowered it to six tonight. Well, that's nice of you. All right, okay? first, first answer, Monica Sellers. Ooh, did we get it? That would be amazing. All right, here we go. I'm going to start the clock, and here we go. Who set an MLB record in 2003 with 55 consecutive saves? Eric Gagne, John Swartz, or Billy Wagner? Correct. Who was called the mechanical man because you could wind him up on opening day and forget him? Bobby Veach, Charlie Geringer, Goose Goslin. Bobby Veach. Charlie Geringer. Mm, that was a guess. Who broke the single game rushing record with 295 yards in 2003? Ricky Williams, Priest Holmes, Jamal Lewis. Ooh, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. Jamal oh, Lewis. Damn it. Who was the first man to set world records in five events in one swim meet in 2003? Michael Phelps, Ian Thorpe, or Tom Dolan? Nine, you said 93? Mm. 90, 2003. I was starting to suspect this deck of cards is from 2003. Phelps. That's correct, my Yeah, I was going to say that. Good one. What was golfer Tony Lima's nickname? The Bean? No, it's Champagne Tony. <laughs> what the hell? Cut that one. I thought you guys love golf. I don't even know who that is. What was boxer James J. Corbett's nickname? <laughs> James J. Corbett? <laughs> uh, I, I knew this one, but I'll give you the answer. Was it Lord, Lord Jim, Gentleman Jim, or Jukebox? It's Gentleman Jim. That's correct. Yes. Who was the first woman to swim the English Channel? <laughs> Florence Chadwick, Rondalyn Longley, Gertrude Ederly. Ooh. I got to go Ederly. That's correct. Yes. In 1998, Benoit Lecompte swam the distance, <laughs> swam this distance in 72 days. The Atlantic Ocean, Cuba to Florida Keys, or the Canada Channel? Cuba. There's a Canada Channel? Take his. I didn't know there was a Canada. Uh, it's the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, that's time. Let me get. Count them up. First, I got it. I got to hit stop. Okay, so we got one. Please don't say five. Two. <laughs> you, didn't get, you didn't get Champagne Tony. No. You got Gentleman Jim was three. Oh, shit. We got, got five. Adderley was four. We got five. Yep, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Damn it. Two-minute trivia drill. Two-minute trivia drill. We suck! <laughs> All right. Another toit show coming in here at 116. Holy, holy cow. What? Why have these shows taken I don't so know. Long? I have an idea for you, but I want to say it after this. But I do have to make one shout-out because I saw Hop, and I uh, promised uh -huh. that I would shout-out his daughter, Kennedy who I Ooh. met, and I said I would make her podcast famous because there are thousands of people watching this. So, Kennedy, congratulations. You are now famous. So, Coach, yeah. you did your Kennedy shout-out an hour and six Because I want her to listen the whole way through. <laughs> Pop said they'd listen, and I told him that would be on there. Why would I do it in the beginning? Because they would turn it off. Now they get the whole experience. Just You're, just, you're always thinking. Cruel. All right, fellas. Maestro, are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> there being no other sports fit to be discussed 
in a medium, and I got to be honest, just sub-medium sport away, sort of way this week. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hakem, people on the big man on campus, saying join us next Wednesday or Wednesday next next. And until then, good times, everyone. Good times. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody. Good times. (laughs) 